0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to this special episode of Mostly Folk, another interview with a very special artist, somebody that's been around for quite a while. You say you've never heard of Sammy Walker? Well, don't go away, because we are going to be speaking with Sammy and talking about his career, and it certainly is an interesting one. Interesting because of the time that Sammy mostly made his music. Interesting because of his music. Interesting because of his voice. And interesting because, quite simply, Sammy Walker may have been in the right place at the wrong time. My name's Audie Martello, and welcome to this special episode of Mostly Folk.
1: The hoofbeats of a stallion stirs the dusty ground into a powdered rain That lifts and curls until it's done and settles down into his flowing mane. The mountain range is bending and the prairie dogs are calling for tomorrow. My lungs are scorched from breathing, and our eyes are tired of staring through the sand. In the rampage of a cyclone, fights a lost and frightened starling. In a weather beaten saddle with my brown eyed Georgia darling. Our lips are cracked and mouths are dry At night the sun still seems to be glowing You can bed all our dreams With the mountain streams that never cease from flowing The desert chains are stronger Than the walls of every prison farm In the noonday sun is hotter than the dungeon of Satan's evil charm In the rampage of a cyclone fights a lost and frightened starling In a weather-beaten saddle with my brown-eyed Georgia darling Scarred from the hellish solar beams. In a cool mountain breeze floats a homebound black-winged starling. In a golden studded saddle with my brown-eyed Georgia darling.
0: Title track of a brand new album from Sammy Walker. It's not new in so far as newly recorded, but newly released. Brown Eyed Georgia Darling. And it's not only a CD, but it's also out on vinyl. So uh, I'm excited about speaking with Sammy. And I did speak with him just a couple of days ago. And now you are the beneficiaries of this conversation. You'll probably hear a slight hum while we're speaking due to a faulty North Carolina phone line. So... Finally again we're talking again and this time yeah. it's you and me alone. Uh yeah.
2: and I'm I'm so thrilled about this album that you're able to put out. Now, let's let's talk about the uh inspiration behind doing this and I read the notes on the vinyl copy of the album and they're interesting. So I really like you to talk a little bit about that, too, because the story is uh, is, is kind of a lesson, I think, for anyone that's trying to get into this business, uh, and if anybody's been there and done that, you have, so uh, t- tell me about the album and why you put this out and... And let's go back to the early days. Why don't we start at the beginning with you, where you grew up, your family, what your what your life was like growing up, and what eventually got you involved in singing in the village and meeting Phil Oaks and all of that.
3: Well, I uh, I grew up in Norcross, Georgia. I was I was born in Atlanta in 1952. And I grew up in Norcross, which is a suburb of Atlanta. Now, it was, when I was growing up, it was just a small, little country town, uh, about 25, 30 miles north of Atlanta. And um, you know, I was—I I got into music at a very early age, uh, not performing music, but just listening to music. I probably, when I was about four years old, um, I got involved listening to early rock and roll and uh country music and and pop music of the time uh my mom would would uh would leave my mom was a school teacher and when she went to school she would uh leave me at the lady across the road uh who watched me as a little boy and uh she had uh two teenage daughters and they had uh a small little record player And to amuse me, the lady would let me play their records, and I don't know if the teenage girls while they were at school would have liked that. But she would put the records on. The lady would put the records on for me on the little 45 player, and I would listen to them for hours and hours at a time. And uh, the records that they had were were the 19. This was the 1950s when I was four years old. I would have been. Um, you know, 1956, around in there, 56, 57. And um, the music that was popular at the time, you know, the mid-50s, I, I was listening to records like Bill Haley and his Comets and
2: mm-hmm. Elvis
3: Presley yeah. and Fats Domino and all these people, and they also had some kind of...
2: Platters. Classics. All the uh, Platters,
3: all these kind of people. Mm-hmm. I loved that yeah. kind of music. Actually, actually, to this day, that's the music that i probably loved listening to more than any other kind of music i i just mm-hmm. love that kind of music but um and 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 i loved elvis presley our parents would take me and my older sister to the movies and we would watch elvis presley's early movies movies like uh, loving you and love me tender and king creole and mm-hmm. i remember elvis presley uh play, playing that big blonde j200 um, guitar that he had in Loving You and I would have dreams about that guitar I would have <laughs> even dreams about the case that, that it went in That I would, how, how wonderful it would be to have a guitar like that someday and uh, we we sometimes had little cheap guitars around the house that my dad would pick up, he didn't play but sometimes we would have little guitars around and, and I, was, actually I, I have a picture of myself playing a little small guitar when I was about 5 years old but uh, I didn't really play, you know. I basically mm-hmm. would just Im- imitate Elvis Presley and some of the rock and roll singers, and and I really didn't didn't learn to st- um, actually start playing some chords and things like that until I was about thirteen, and I got a little guitar for Christmas. So uh, my mom and dad sent me to the music store down in in Shamley George, a little small music store where where the guitar was purchased and. And they got me some lessons, and um, I took took to it, and loved it ever since. And when I was probably in my mid-teens, I started getting into folk music. I, you know, started getting into people like Bob Dylan, Pete Seeger, and eventually that uh, led me to folks like Woody Guthrie and Phil Oaks and Tom Paxton, all the all those guys, you know, and then some of the even lesser known ones. that I got. Just big into loving loving that uh, that era of music, you know. And the more the more I learned about it, even though I was really a decade too late, you know, being born um, for for me to start playing music of the '60s and that and that style of music that would that had kind of the folk revival had passed already. And we're talking, you know, um, even though it was it was still late '60s, I, I was had gotten into it. But um, you know, before I really started taking it seriously, it was already mm-hmm. you know beginning in the 70s. But but I I just loved it. I loved it because the, the, the there was something in the lyrics. Even though I loved the, the love the lyrics of the 50s rock and roll, you know, but it wasn't really giving any more of a message. You know, it wasn't giving a message in the songs like like the folk music was, and and that really mm-hmm. was something kind of profound to me that I'd never. Experience before
1: Well I set out for old green little like the geese set out for the winner's home and I passed along the roadside all the places that I'd ever hoped to roam My days were filled with blue skies and the Drifted slowly and so kind. I'd lay asleep beneath the pines, dreaming about the days I left behind. Many times I'd be. Singing to the tune of the old north winds are sounding The darkness was a-flashing while the barley grains danced in perfect time With open eyes all night you'd find me dreaming about the days I left behind sunlight when he wrote my name across the hazy skies I chased him through the shadows as he faded down deep inside my mind I counted all the highway signs while dreaming about the days I left
3: I'd been playing around from about 1970, 71. I began doing a few gigs in in, uh, Athens, Georgia, and uh, Atlanta, and around in there. And, um, you know, amazingly, uh, I was just basically a teenager with a guitar who knew some songs, and I would have coffee houses calling me up and asking me if I wanted to perform at their coffee house, and, you know, of course now all acoustic musicians have to fight for every gig that they can get, but back in the early 70s, I was having people call me up, and I was just a teenager with a guitar, because so many musicians had went to to playing rock. You know, there were rock bands all over the place. But as far as having acoustic um you know, singers and songwriters and that kind of folk singers, there just wasn't a whole lot around for, for the for the college coffee houses. So, um, you know, I, w- I could have played almost every weekend if I wanted to somewhere. But um how what led me to end up in New York was I had uh, I was working as a janitor uh on the other side of Atlanta and um I think I was working about three days a week. It was like every other day. Cleaning an apartment building, and the um, finance company uh, somehow somehow the man that owned the apartment building had had gotten foreclosed on for not paying his mortgages or whatever. And the finance com- company came in and and took took over the whole apartment building, and and they they fired us all. So
2: mm-hmm. somewhere along the
3: line, in that period of time, I had sent a little homemade tape that I would made of of some of the songs I'd written up to to Broadside Magazine in, in New York City, and um, Sis Cunningham and Gordon Friesen were the, were the founders of Broadside, and they, they were the people who had published the first songs of, of uh, Phil Oaks and
1: Janety Ian and Buffy St. Marie. Well, I ain't got no home, I'm just a- roaming around A hard-working rambler, I go from town to town And the police make it hard wherever I may go I ain't got no home in this world anymore Well, my brothers and my sisters are stranded on this road. It's a hot old dusty road that a million feet have tried. Lord the rich man took our home and he drove us from our door. Now I I ain't got got no home in this world anymore. Well, I ain't got no home, I'm just roaming around. Hard working rambler, I go from town to town. And the police make it hard wherever I may go And I ain't got got no home in this this world world anymore I was farming on the shares and always I was poor My crops I laid into the banker's door Well, my wife took down and died up on the cabin floor Now I ain't ain't got got no home in this world world anymore Now as I look around, it's mighty plain to see this great cruel world is a funny place to be lord the gambling man is rich and the working man is poor and i I ain't got got no home in this world world anymore now i ain't got no home i'm just roaming around a hard-working rambler i go from town to town and the police make it hard wherever I may go. But and I ain't got, got no home in this world, world anymore.
0: From the album Broadside Ballads, Volume 8 Song for Patty, that was Sammy along with Sis Cunningham and Phil Oakes. Now, as Sammy and I continue our discussion, I'm not going to be identifying all of the songs and the albums that they came from, but you can easily find out this information by going to mostlyfolk.org and clicking on this episode number, and you will be able to access the entire playlist of the show in order of the songs. Just click the little left-hand button that says Episode Info. Let's continue the discussion with Sammy about his experience when he first came up to New York City.
3: I'd sent them a little homemade tape I didn't expect to probably ever hear from them. I didn't even know if they were still publishing. And it was weeks and weeks went by, and then I received a letter from them and saying they had received my tape and they had played it and they liked it a lot and asked me if if I had any more songs, if I could send them any more tapes. And um, it wasn't long that I received a letter from Gordon, telling me that he had uh, sent my my homemade tape over to Bob Fass at WBAI Radio, and Bob had began playing it on the air, and he was getting a lot of response from playing that little tape on the air. And um, yeah. it was it was kind of kind of crazy that he was playing that homemade tape, and uh, after. A, a, a few weeks, uh, Bob Fast called me up. He got my my phone number, I guess, off off the information because my number was in the book. He called me up and asked me if I would come to New York and be on his program live. And mm-hmm. so after after I lost my job as the janitor, um, I said, "Well, what the heck?" <laughs> and I I bought me a one way train ticket. From Atlanta to Penn Station in, in Manhattan, and and uh, went up there, and and, stayed and didn't lived in New York for 21 years.
1: Betsy Miller got in trouble when she is just 14 years old. So she went down to the clinic to have her fortune told. She came out a virgin, she came out a queen. With a sterilized ambition and a bill of health that's clean, it's just a simple hour operation dr shockley's got the scalpel in his hand it'll put you on a permanent vacation not even hitler could have thought up such a plan which Russell was a wild one from the moment of his birth He was in and out of prison for whatever it was worth But now he's just as gentle as a puppy on a chain Since they planted an electrode in the center of his brain It's just a simple hour operation Dr. Shockley's got the scalpel in his hand It'll put you on a permanent vacation Not even Hitler could have thought up such a plan Next door neighbor Kilroy was always sorta dumb He had a reputation as a no good lousy bum But now he fits right in with J. Paul Getty, you and me Since he got back from the doctor with a scar and PhD It's just a simple hour operation Dr. Shockley's got the scalpel in his hand It'll put you on a permanent vacation Not even Hitler could have thought up such a plan Some fellow named Charlie Contraband They caught him pointing fingers At the leaders of our land But now he's working hard With our undercover boys To help weed out the traders At a job that he enjoys It's just a simple hour operation Dr. Shockley's got the scalpel in his hand It'll put you on a permanent vacation Not even Nixon could have thought up such a plan When you bought that one-way ticket, did you have
2: any idea where you were staying
0: or what you were going to do? Yeah, I had a place to
3: stay. I had okay uh, uh, a lady who actually ended up becoming my first wife. She put me up and, you know, drove me around in her old car. She had an old like a nineteen sixty five Chevy impala. She'd drive me around and um and, and I eventually learned to use the subway. I would I would get down to um the, the last stop uh at at the Bronx there that bordered on Yonkers and I learned to use the subway and and I was on Bob Fast's program Um, I suppose it must have been either late May or early June of 1975. And I was on singing off and on um, for five hours. His program ran from midnight until 5 a.m. And uh, amazingly, the next day, I received received a phone call from Bob Fast telling me that Phil Oaks had Heard me on the program, and he would like to get together with me. And also the same uh, day, uh, the same night, Lee Hayes of the Weavers had had heard it also, and he had called Sis Cunningham at, at, at their apartment and said that he would like to speak with me also. So it was it was kind of kind of crazy <laughs> the way it happened like that.
1: To the drugstore for a magazine And I swore I saw a baby making machine Take me by the arm, I won't do you no harm And escort me to the funny farm Get me a bite and pass the time of day. I had a bowl of soup and a pack of mints. That'll be thirty-seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Take me by the arm, won't Do you no harm? And escort me to the funny farm. Well, I dropped by church where the pews were all filled Over the face of Christ I hung a dollar a bill Take me by the arm I want to do you no harm And escort me to the funny farm man who jumped out of a plane Cause he lost a little bit on a football game Take me by the arm, I wanna do you no harm And escort me to the funny farm Well, I turned on my TV and it gave me a shock There was a devil trying to sell me a few shares of his stock Take me by the arm, I wanna do you no harm And escort me to the funny farm biography and pornography lord they just banned my favorite biography take me by the arm i want to do you no harm and escort me to the funny farm well i heard on the news down at the skating rink that they just passed a law against the right to think. take me by the arm i want to do you no harm and escort me to the funny farm Take me by the arm; I won't do you no harm, and escort me to the funny farm. Like I said on on the back of uh, of
3: that uh, the record that just came out, I I really tried to tell my story so a lot of people would maybe understand better why why my career was basically cut so short. You know, yeah. I just I wasn't able to make a living where. I, I suppose a, a lot of singers and, and um, during the period maybe weren't making any money either, but maybe they had other ways to live, you know. They might have had mm-hmm. money from, from different sources, you know, perhaps inherited money or family money. So I had nothing like that. I, I Everything I owned I took on that train trip to New York it was just my guitar and a suitcase and maybe a little tape recorder and that was basically everything I had.
1: in the red clay Georgia hills among the busted whiskey stills lies a wretched school with barbed wire stranded high where boys of every age spend their life inside a cage and they never even learn the reason why As the twilight meets the dawn, the iron-barred jailhouse doors are drawn and the sound of tin cups clanging's in the air. But Johnny Strozier stays behind in his dungeon cell confined to unconditional twenty-four hours solitaire. Has anybody got an hour of your precious time to spare? Or will you hide your face pretending that it ain't your place to care? Are we really all so cruel? I guess only time will tell For a Georgia boy who's locked up in a lonesome out-hole cell Well, he ain't never used a gun, and he ain't never hurt no one As he stares out through the cold steel prison bars Oh, the life inside his eyes is more empty than the skies When they're drained of all the heavens and the stars Now he'd like to learn to read out of your pretty books and things But the warden cannot possibly allow For such things to take their place in the facts of Johnny's case So nobody's even tried to teach him how Has anybody got an hour of your precious time to spare Will you hide your face pretending that it ain't your place to care? Are we really all so cruel? I guess only time will tell For a Georgia boy who's locked up in a lonesome alto cell He's taken from your store, and yes, he's broken through your door So you bound him with your shackle and your chain And you expect this boy to pay forever and a day So what right, my friend, do you have to complain? There's a wealthy man a strutting down that crowded street, so fine. Who makes his money stealing from the helpless and the blind? But for a boy whose only crime was being born without a dime, it's forty years inside that prison, maybe even a whole lifetime. Has anybody got an hour of your precious time to spare? Or will you hide your face pretending that it ain't your place to care? Are we really all so cruel? I guess only time will tell For a Georgia boy who's locked up in a lonesome alto cell
2: On the uh, liner notes of the album, you say, by the time I went into the studio to begin recording my second album for Warners in the spring of 77, that optimism and confidence that you had earlier was gone.
3: Yeah. And um, Yeah.
2: That, and, that, and, that, and why don't you explain that a little bit? You do talk about it on, on the cover, but uh, for those that don't have the album yet, and I do say yet, <laughs> because we well, are talking with Sammy Walker about his new CD and vinyl album called Brown Eyed Georgia da- Darling, so what happened?
3: Well, as, as I stated on, on the liner notes, there really the only big ambition I ever had for my music was to to one day make a record for Folkways Records. I didn't know if it would you know ever happen or, or if I'd ever. ever have any any way of even um, having Folkways ever hear any of my songs or anything, but Sisson Gordon of Broadside had, had sent Mo Ash at Folkways uh, some of my tapes. I, I, possibly, I guess it was just the homemade tapes. And he had listened to them, but he said he just didn't think he was looking for any new artist at the time. And, and it was really Phil Oakes. Uh, once Phil had heard my songs, and, and I had gotten together with Phil. Uh, Phil and I got together at, at Broadside's offices there, which was basically in in their apartment on um, West 98th Street. And Phil came over one afternoon and while I was there, and we got together, and uh, I had brought my guitar to play some songs for Phil, and Phil played one song. And um, he he liked it a whole lot. And after I played him maybe three four songs, he said, "That's it. I'm gonna get uh, you. You need to have a record, and I'm gonna go see Mo Ash at Folkways." And he did. And mm-hmm. Phil was Phil was fine that day. You know, it's the first time I'd ever really known known him at all. Even though I'd been a big fan for years, and I had met him briefly in Atlanta when he was doing. A week of concerts there in 1973 but this was the first time that i actually met the man and and kind of got to know him a little bit and um he was adamant about uh, getting me a a record with folkways and and he was able to do it within just (laughs) a few days he he had worked it out and within a week we were probably in the studio began recording the the record it was called song for patty was the was the first record for Folkways, and in the meantime, Phil had also um, he he had called up his friends at Warner Brothers. He was good friends with Andy Wickham, who was at I wasn't sure if Andy Wickham was still at Warner Brothers at the time. I think he probably was, but he was one of the head A and R guys at Warner Brothers for a while. And Andy and Phil were were good friends. I guess Andy Wickham was one of Phil's best friends and uh, Phil also knew Moe Austin who was the chairman of the board for Warner Brothers records and he had called Warner's up I wasn't there when this was all taking place but Phil was at Sis and Gordon's apartment and Sis was telling me all of this how Phil had called Moe Austin in-, in California and was talking to him long distance and I'm sure uh, F- Sis loved that that he was running up their phone bill <laughs> at the time <laughs> Everything was long distance. There wasn't none right, of this, uh, unlimited long distance. And Phil was singing some of my songs and lyrics over the phone to Moa Austin and and Sis. The next time I came down a few days later, Sis was just gl- glowing, telling me that all of this, that Phil had been there and he was singing my songs to Warner Brothers and he was and trying to get me a contract with Warner Brothers. And this was news that really you know for for a young singer like me from Georgia it was like some kind of dream come true thing you know mm-hmm. even though i really i really never had any ambition at all to record for a big label but here here all of a sudden <laughs> the door was being opened
1: In a mansion out in Hillsboro, California There lived and grew a young girl by the sea She always did just what she's supposed to To carry forth and please her family And the luxury of youth could never question is there any way of life except this way so she rode a lovely horse down through the morning contented for an hour and a day patty dear i know your sights are on the milky way and the avaricious scorpion is a begging you to stay Please meet me at the Holocaust Valley and you can tell us all about it someday. Now the wealthy strings of life were always pleasing. When a courtship of her young days come to call Though the neighbors and her friends were always teasing How she never liked to speak of it at all Occasionally she'd wander only outside Of the big iron gates that protected her within but her parents and relations quickly scolded There's nothing there but sickness, hate, and sin Patty dear, I know your sights are on the Milky Way And the avaricious scorpion is a-begging you to stay Please meet me at the Holocaust Valley and you can tell us all about it someday. Now, the girl from out in Hillsboro, California, fell in love with a young man by the sea. In rebellion, she quickly stood beside him With disregard for wealth and family So they moved out through the night and lived together Out into a world she'd never known And the talk about the town was surely sounding My, how this young girl sure had grown Patty dear, I know your sights are on the Milky Way And the avaricious scorpion is begging you to stay Please meet me at the Holocaust Valley And you can tell us all about it someday Youth did come to honor on that darkest night that she stole away by the conscience of the misled and forgotten. For another's crime, she would have to pay. But she opened up her eyes and looked around her and saw how often money takes the place of men. Now she's running from a world that doesn't want her. Hiding in the silence and the wind. Patty dear, I know your sights are on the Milky Way. And the avaricious scorpion is begging you to stay. Please meet me at the Holocaust Valley. And you can tell us all about it someday Saw all the people that needed to be seen he planted all the grass where there needed to be green and now he's bound for a glory all his own and now he's bound for glory He said all the words that needed to be said. He fed all the hungry souls that needed to be fed. And now he's bound for a glory all his own. And now he's bound for glory. Always there when the unions gave a call he did all the jobs that needed to be done and he always stood his ground when a smaller man would run and now he's bound for a glory all his own and now he's bound for glory of plenty wrote the dust bowl balladier, and this land is your land he wanted us to hear well the rising of the unions will be sung about again and the deportees live on through the power of his pen and now he's bound for a glory all his own and now he's bound for glory His praises on every distant shore. But so few remember what he was fighting for. Oh, why sing the songs and forget about the aim? He wrote them for a reason, why not sing them for the same? And now he's bound for a glory all his own. And now he's bound for glory. He's bound for a glory all his own and now he's bound for glory
3: I owe all that to Phil Oaks you know I know Phil mm-hmm. was in a bad way for a number of years in his late mm-hmm. in his later years and everything but But when he set his mind to doing something, he could still do it. And, you know, I'll always be indebted to Phil. Uh, If it wasn't for Phil, I probably, good chance I may have never made one record. I may may have gotten discouraged in a short period of time and went back to Georgia. I eventually got signed to Warner Brothers. We made the Folkways album. Phil Phil Oaks produced it, and it was just me and my guitar and my harmonica. And that was Song for Patty, and and Sis Cunningham and Phil helped me sing on a couple of songs. And and in the meantime, uh, Harold Leventhal had become my manager because I'd mentioned that Lee Hayes of the Weavers had had gotten interested in my music because he had heard me on the radio, and he and I became friends. He had me up to his house several times and cooked, cooked dinner for me, and uh Harold Leventhal was looking for someone to play Woody Guthrie in the film they were going to make called Bound for Glory. Mm. And um, Le- Lee Hayes thought that I would be uh, somebody good to try out for the part because Harold was Harold was co-producer of the movie. And he was looking for kind of an unknown. And so uh, Sis Cunningham and I went down to Harold's office and I sang some Woody Guthrie songs and Sis helped me sing them. And Harold got real excited. He thought he thought it was really good. He had me over to his apartment, and he said he wanted to send me out to Hollywood for a screen test to, to try out for the part of Woody. But uh, before I ever went out, uh, they had hired uh, the director, Hal Ashby, and Hal Ashby said, no, He's he didn't want to work with uh, anybody who was unknown. He wanted an established actor, so that was the end of that.
4: Yeah.
2: But in the
3: meantime, um, Harold had... Uh, offered to be my manager if 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 everything went through with the Warner Brothers deal, so Harold negotiated with Warner Brothers the the contract, but um, you know um, and so probably I guess it was about a year after we made the song for Patty album for Folkways, I was out in in Hollywood to record my first album for, for Warner Brothers and um, the the manager. Of the the general manager Tony Lawrence of of Warner's at the time had found Nick Vinay, who he who he liked a lot, who was a folk oriented um, uh, producer, who had who had discovered Linda Ronstadt. He he was a guy that signed the Beach Boys at Capitol Records, and he had produced John Stewart and Fred Neal and a lot of. Uh, uh, Different uh, folk-oriented or- artist um, Karen Dalton was one. I think that never really made the big time, but Nick had had produced an album for her. He produced a whole lot of people. He even produced Bobby Darin, different people. But he he had became my producer, and we began recording. And Nick had put together just an ensemble of great musicians, people like um, Jim Gordon, uh, drummer Jim Gordon, and and uh, Waddy Watch Tell on guitar, and and James Burton and. Um, and Jim, um, John Hobbs, just a great, great piano player, wow. to play on that album and, and my first album for Warner's. And it's we, we felt that it was really just a really good album. And Nick, I think, even thought that the song Brown Eyed Georgia Darling had the chance of being a hit record because he he just produced that song. I thought really good. It just had, I think, in a different era. It it could have been a hit record. I just think maybe it came along in the wrong time, you know. But yeah. but it you know he 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 felt it, it it had the sound to have been a hit record. And basically, what happened is that the album didn't go anywhere, you know, even though it got some good reviews. And and um, you know, uh, Robert Hilburn in the in the Los Angeles Times considered it to be one of the best uh, debuts uh, of of 1976. But um, the album didn't sell, you know, at all. Uh, I think a, a lot of it had to do with Warner Brothers didn't put any promotion into it. Nobody helped put together a tour for me or anything. So, so the album went anywhere, did not go anywhere. So I became discouraged, you know, really fast. So, so I suppose in the, in the liner notes of this uh, this new album, that that's where where my confidence and my optimism was basically destroyed when I thought, you know. We all thought that album was going to do something, you know, and it just did absolutely nothing.
1: If you're out to get my pride, please don't offer me a ride. I don't even know which way that I'm going. But I'd rather walk around in the image of a clown than to be driven to the lost and found. I'd hate to see that it was night In the frosty morn's daylight. I'd hate to be decoration on the wall. I'd hate to look out through the eyes of another man's disguise when I know that it really ain't me at all. If you're out to get me stoned On your new crop of homegrown No, thank you, sir Please just pass me by Yes, I may have made a slip And you now think I'm a drip But that's still no reason For me to lay down and cry I'd hate to say that it was night In a frosty morn's daylight I'd hate to bid decoration on the wall I'd hate to look out through the eyes of another man's disguise When I know that it really ain't me at all Well, I may be left behind, but it's okay, I don't much mind I wouldn't even mind being a low-down snail I might not be as bright or be half as a kite But at least it'd be easy to bust out of a jail I'd hate to say that it was night In the frosty morn's daylight I'd hate to bid decoration on the wall I'd hate to look out through the eyes of another man's disguise When I know that it really ain't crowd. I'd have to be too proud to say thanks a lot, but I know my way around. And before I'd take a drink from a stranger's kitchen sink, I'd make sure I had both feet flat on the ground. I'd hate to say that it was night in the frosty morning's daylight. I'd hate to be decoration on the wall. I'd hate to look out through the eyes of another man's disguise when I know that it really ain't me at all.
3: When I went in to, uh, a year later to begin recording Blue Ridge Mountain Skyline, the second album for Warners, you know, I just lost all confidence in... in you know in music and then um by 1979 I had I had uh I wasn't able to even make a living and I had to take a job at a convenience store in um, yeah. in Stanford you, you probably yeah. drove right fast yesterday I know <laughs> where
1: that store is staring out the window of a lonesome railroad train I dream for you I dream for me I dream for sweet Lorraine Huckleberry memories of little women pouring wine Make the time pass better when I miss that gal of mine
4: mm-hmm.
1: Dark saloons and hotel rooms just seem to bring me down I wish that I was a leaving when I first get into town Say hello to Grandma if you see her in the spring Perhaps I'll send her all my love on a carrier pigeon's wing Mm -hmm. But if I could only see beyond that Blue Ridge mountain skyline If I could only somehow find that road the way back when I could give it up and throw it out the window I packed my bag at daybreak a tall tale that the old factory man could spin. A pinch of snuff and a checker board could really pacify that man. But the tables turned and the old man died with a changing of the guard. I don't mind the changing's just sometimes it comes so hard. Mm-hmm. Still not front porch seems so far away and small when we hear the plow boy out that lonesome cattle call the jukebox in the cafe don't play nothing that i know hell i guess i'll save my quarter to hear that steamboat whistle blow mm-hmm. But if I could only see beyond that Blue Ridge Mountain skyline, if I could only somehow find that road the way back when, if I could give it up and throw it out the window, I'd pack my bag at daybreak and never be heard about again. Head back home for Christmas If they left things up to me Maybe get lost in the mountains Somewheres down in Tennessee But San Bernardino Is a long way from home Twenty miles from nowhere Twenty bucks by telephone Mm -hmm. But if I could only see beyond that blue ridge mountain skyline if i could only somehow find that road the way back when if i could give it up and throw it out the window i'd pack my bag at daybreak and
2: The way I first found out about you was years ago, or maybe five or six years ago, I guess. And I guess I was scrolling around on, on YouTube, and I came across... Well, it was. it's not actually a video, it's, it's the song, Catcher in the Rye, but...
3: It's not a video, it's just the song. I right, exactly.
2: Yeah, and, and it's very funny, because I, I forget how I found out. It was Sammy Walker. But at first listen, it, it it did sound like Bob Dylan. Your voice did sound like Bob Dylan on that record. And, you know, it, it has some resemblance to Bob Dylan's voice. And everybody made comments. What Bob Dylan's song was this?
3: Yeah, people wouldn't believe it. No, they, they
2: wouldn't. wouldn't. They, they wouldn't they, believe they, that they it be...
3: wasn't him. People wanted yeah. to believe that it was him.
2: Do you think you know that... What? Do you think that your that your voice sort of sounding a lot like his voice had anything to do with the fact that the people didn't pick up on the record or or is yeah, it just coincidence? I think
3: I think some of that, yeah. I think I think that's handicapped me. You know, I mean you've got you probably got all my records and I do. uh you know Uh, And in the later records, my voice is different. Yeah. You know, it sounds completely different.
5: He grew up on a farm in southern Kentucky From rolling green meadows to bowling green town always considered himself to be lucky to have a small party shaping the lands that abound for his granddaddy worked his hands to the bone to give his sons and his daughters a farm of their own but hard work don't seem to cut it anymore for the farmer who's proud and How the rolls of dirties hold from Idaho to Indiana There's a wrinkle on his face for all the seeds he's ever sown. And he's trained all his know-how with his cousins in Montana To feed one of the greatest countries that the world has ever known For his granddaddy worked his hands cut it anymore for the farmer who's proud and poor proud and poor proud and poor lord for the farmer who's proud and poor you know that hard work don't seem to cut it anymore for the farmer who's proud From the singing Shenandoah to the fertile Hudson Valley The dairy cows, they dot the land that stretches far and wide It's up at 4 a.m. to take the milk from all the cattle For he's fed the hungry children, how can he be denied? For his granddaddy worked his hands to the phone to give him a son But hard work don't seem to cut it anymore. For the farmer who's proud and poor. For the farmer who's proud. When I first looked in your eyes Love took me by surprise In a simple way I'd never known before The first touch of your hand Was all that I could stand On the day you stole my heart forevermore For she's the apple of my eye She's my rainbow sky sweetest doggone smile i've ever seen she's my first rose in the spring she's the song i love to sing my catskill mountain sugar maple queen When I first kissed you goodnight By the glow of candlelight I thought I'd passed away To heaven's door When I held you all night long I first felt right from wrong From the cup came all the love That we could pour For she's the apple of my eye She's my rainbow sky. Sweetest doggone smile I've ever seen. She's my first rose in the spring. She's the song I love to sing. My Catskill Mountain, Sugar Maple Queen. all our trials and tribulations into the unknown situations you were always my guiding light so let me know everything's gonna be all right so lay your head down on my shoulders Let's watch the best old show that we can find And if we should fall asleep before it's done Somehow I never seem to mind For she's the apple of my eye She's my rainbow in the sky Sweetest doggone smile I've ever seen She's my first rose in the spring. She's the song I love to sing. My Catskill Mountain, Sugar Maple Queen. My Catskill Mountain, Sugar Maple Queen.
3: Uh, it's an anomaly, really. You know, what's funny, talking about that that YouTube thing of Catching the Ride, mm-hmm. you know, that... that YouTube thing has 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 like thirty seven thousand views. Well, anything else about me on there only has just a many much shorter. You know what I mean? Many less. <laughs> it's and a I,
2: fantastic.
3: It's I, a I fantastic think, song. But but I'm not so sure if it has thirty seven thousand views, because people say it's a fantastic song. Or did people? The word get around quickly that this is some lost Bob Dylan song. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think you know because Bob Dylan has has such a huge you know following cult, and cult. It's not just a cult following, but he has people that basically look at him as a god. And mm-hmm. people, you know, they, this is an undiscovered Bob Dylan song. It's a great right. one of one of one of his greatest undiscovered songs. <laughs> but then. When later on they do more research and they find out, hey, it wasn't him after all, you know, Uh, and then, oh, okay, I don't think it was as good a song as I thought.
1: Catch me right on a subway car that's headed for the old North Star And leave my troubles stranded on the mainland I'm gonna crown the god of night with light And pull myself clean out of sight And turn the phony world I left to sand I would gladly sail away and never mind a word you say they're just the figments of your imagination Cast your riddles at my head about the way I must be fed upon your rules and schools of institution Why, Lord, why were the mountains built so high and the shores of the sea sometimes get lonely? Why Lord, why must I learn to testify When all I want to be is just a catcher in the rye It's hard to dream within a scheme That says your soul can't be redeemed And silent night is heard outside my window Days are long and ways are short and nights are left When no resort except to listen to the lonesome wind blow Why, Lord, why were the mountains built so high and the shores of the sea sometimes get lonely Why, Lord, why must I learn to testify When all I wanna be is just the catcher in the rhyme Can't seem to find the aim of the rules set for the game They'll throw you in a school of restitution They'll look you in the eye and grin and say I'd like to be your friend And wear a sign read long live execution Why, Lord, why were the mountains built so high And the shores of the sea sometimes get lonely Why, Lord, why must I learn to testify When all I wanna be is just a catcher in the rhyme
2: this Brown-Eyed Georgia Darling. Again, I'm going to jump back to the reason for doing this.
3: Uh, it was all Dolph Ramster's idea. It was all him. It, um, I, I had those those demo tapes, uh, you know, a copy of those demo tapes since I recorded them back in the mid-'70s. And uh, they were the songs that were sent out to Warner Brothers to let them know, you know, if they if they sign me up and we go through with the contract those are the songs that that would probably be on the first record and so that's why we cut those demos and and i had that tape and i don't know if any other tapes um you know and that and that tape also went out to nick Vinay, the producer so he could listen to them and put together his musicians and whatnot i don't i don't know if there's any other tapes left of that that existed other than mine but I had had it in my possession all those years and after I got to know Doff, he had asked me if I had any recordings you know that, that um other than my records that, that he could listen to so I'd sent him two or three tapes and one of those i made a little cassette off of the real real tape that I had of the demos I sent it out to him and he liked it a lot and that was that was years ago that was about 1999 and um and then after he had started his label and he uh, wanted me to record a record and that's when I did Misfit Scarecrow, that's back when I could actually still play and sing a little bit, but but then um, it was his idea to, you know, to put out the demos and I guess eventually it was going to be a CD, but then he said, um, no, he wanted to, you know, there's just not that many people buying CDs anymore, it's either all um most people are doing um what the downloads they're doing mm-hmm. the digital downloads and, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 some people are putting out vinyl because a lot of people like the vinyl now the the, yeah. the the big um audio and music um fans you know who are big into into that are are kind of going back to the vinyl, so he decided yeah. what to do is just just put it out on vinyl and then include a little c d but um, I love it it. Was, it. it was his all his idea and he asked me what I thought about if he um wanted, if we call the album Brown Eyed Georgia Darling and I said to him, Doff, I said, You wanna put this album out? I said, You can call it anything you want So <laughs> that was that was his idea, you know, to, now, to name it that and not, not mine. And um now you just
2: said something, um you said when you could still play and sing. Now, now I thought I recently saw a, a video, I don't know if it was on your website or where it was, but of you singing and playing the guitar. So that, you still play guitar, right, and sing?
3: Well, that video, there, as far as I know, there's only one video of me performing on on YouTube. And it's okay. been put on uh, Several people have put it on Facebook And this and that And it's when I'm playing my old friend And it's in Ricconati, Italy It's probably ah. the, As far as I know That's the only video there is of me performing And that was put together by a friend of mine Who lives in Italy His name is Claudio Cacchi And, and um, That was
2: 1989
3: Oh, so, okay so if you're, I me on, I uh, if you're watching me on a video, singing my old friend <laughs> there, and, and that was 19, 1989, and I look nothing like that anymore, believe me.
1: The rain was cold in Cedar Town. the streetlights hurt my eyes. The shoes were wore out on my feet, the air was stiff with lies. Not a thousand lords of prophets know the pain that's filled my head. A message come from Utah, saying my long lost son was dead. So I turn to you, my old friend, you'll stick by me to the end. With your dark and valiant magic, all the heartaches that you mend, my old friend. My husband left me years ago, the children, they're all grown Them scars from the fire won't ever leave me alone Oh, how many things I'd change if I could live my life again Somehow it ain't worth living when there's nothing left to win So I turn to you, my old friend, you'll stick by me to the end With your dark and valiant magic, all the heartaches that you mend, my old friend. When I had to fight, I fought, and when I had to die, I died. When I had to live without my legs Oh heaven knows I tried But what's the use, who really cares Please tell me who's to blame We always seem so different Even though we're all the same So I turn to you, my old friend You'll stick by me to the end With your dark and valiant magic All the heartaches that you man My old friend
2: What happens if all of a sudden, some sheer stroke of fate, this album catches on and people start really buying it? And I'll just sit back and I mean, are you money. are you prepared to start performing again, or can you?
3: I, I'm not, I'm not able. I have, to, I not have able. trouble not able because I have trouble with my hands and my mm. arms. My voice my voice isn't isn't so bad because it's always been bad. So, you know, oh, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter about my voice. But uh, <laughs> I said t- t- I I tell my wife every day I said the only part of me that's still any good is my ears and my brain. My brain <laughs> still still seems good and my ears. I still have great hearing, but my, you know, the rest of me is no good.
1: If I had the time, I could walk upon the wind And if I had my dream, I could find the land again As long as the sun keeps shining down As long as the world keeps turning around As long as the willows weep and the meadows green and the forest sleep all I gotta do is plow my ground If I had the time, I could sail the seven seas And if I had the will, I could wash away disease as long as the sun keeps shining down, as long as the world keeps turning round, as long as the willows weep and the meadows green and the far asleep, all I gotta do is plow my ground. If I had the time, I could touch the summer sun help it warm the hearts of each and every one. As long as the sun keeps shining down, as long as the world keeps turning round and around, as long as the willows weep and the meadows green and the forests sleep, all I gotta do is plow my ground.
3: Doff was telling me the last time I talked to him um, a couple of weeks ago, they want me to play. This guy had um, that, that runs um, the folk music—I uh, don't know—some kind of folk music center at the University of North Carolina. Wanted to know if I'd be interested in doing a concert there, at a at a room they have at the library. And um, you know, I told because, because see, they had this guy Jim Allen had written a, an article about the new album and uh, uh he interviewed me in this paper in, in the uh Chapel Hill and Durham there's a thing called Indie Week. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a little free um newspaper thing that they put out in that area in Chapel Hill and uh Durham and Raleigh. And um it was a real good article that he wrote and I guess this guy had seen it and wouldn't know if I'd be interested to play. I told Joff I said well, you need to find out from this guy if he understands that I'm I'm going to be 64 years old. You know, I'm not that kid.
2: <laughs> Sammy Walker, brown-eyed Georgia darling, new CD. It's out on vinyl. How do people get this, Sammy? You don't you don't really have a do you have a formal website?
3: Oh, I don't have a website. No. Well, if they wanted to buy the album, you know, of course of course they can do the download thing. But I prefer that they buy the album because. On the album, then oh, yeah. they get to re- then they get to read my story on the back, which is
2: yeah, you know, exactly, it up yeah. the whole
3: back cover, which which you know tells my story about, about how I I got into music and why I didn't continue in music and some of my experiences. But um, you know, you can order it through Ramster Records in in Concord, North Carolina. Of course, they have a, a website, and or you can order it off Amazon. I know some people. Some people in Europe have chosen to order over Amazon.com, and, okay. and uh, you can get it in those those ways. You know.
2: Okay. Good, because I do have a lot of people who listen to this program uh, in Europe.
3: I've got fans in Japan. More. I've actually do you? Got more, I've I, I can see that. I've got more fans in Japan than anywhere else. More. I've got more. I've got, <laughs> I've got more fans oh. in Japan than I do the United States. And, and I, so, I hear you. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah, so I've got uh, I've got about ten fans in the United States, and I think I've got twelve in Japan. So that. Would well, you got more. a fan
2: right here, so <laughs> I'm I, I'm happy to be one of those ten. If if in What's fact the, that's of, true, I don't think that's true. I think you have a lot more fans than ten. But uh, um, maybe
3: maybe I've got twenty. I
2: don't know. Yeah, you're, you're too you're too uh, modest. To admit mm-hmm. these things, but I'll tell you know. what: can if people do hear, uh, they could always reach you on Facebook, right?
3: Yeah, I've got my own first. I've got my own personal um, Facebook page that I like to hear from people, and and Ramsar Records set up another um, a music um, Facebook page a for mu- me. When, okay. When they put out so, the album, that they, they put that out for me. Well, yeah. tell, tell, tell people to to um, to contact me on Facebook because I, I I get lonely when my wife's at work. I don't. I don't have Aww. anything to do, so so. <laughs> so she, she, my, my wife Debbie has. She she still works because she she's not old enough to get Social Security yet. I I I get my
1: Social Security. This is called talking women's lib just for the hell of it. <clears throat> I came home from work To find my wife's done gone berserk I said, how about a kiss, sweet Diane? She hit me over the head with a frying pan Well, I fell to the floor, half knocked out Feeling like I just lost a ten-round bout She kicked me around like a whirligig And said, up from there, you chauvinist pig You come a long way, baby Get up to where you are But when you want me to start having the babies You'll know you done gone too far Well, I finally regained consciousness And decided to ask for another kiss Man, that was living in She kicked me all the way through the den Down the hall and back again Well, I ran out the door making ninety-nine and fell down in the middle of a picket line. I looked up to see what the signs had read, the only good man is the one that's dead. you come a long way, baby, to get up to where you are, but when you want me to start having the babies, you'll know you done gone too far. i was all cut up scarred and weathered beat up bruised hard and feathered i dragged myself to the doctor crying help me please i think i'm dying well i laid right down in a waiting room and who do you think was to seal my tomb but a woman who said i'll be right back and i fell down dead of a heart attack you come a long way, baby to get up to where you are, but when you want me to start having the babies, you'll know you ain't going too far. I'm for equal rights for everyone. Woman, man, daughter, and son. If you want to start digging them ditches, honey, I'll be the first to give you my britches. You've come a long way, baby, to get up to where you are. But when you want me to start having the babies, you'll know it you done gone too far.
2: In closing, what kind of advice would you give To young musicians who are starting out these days
3: every once in a while i have i have some some younger guys in their 20s that ask me that and i usually tell them if it's something that you love to do and it gives you you know great pleasure to do it to do do it and and if it if it stops giving you pleasure then then stop doing it and find something else to do you know that's mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. Yeah. it yeah if it gives you great pleasure even if you even if you're not making a living doing it keep you know keep playing do if it makes you happy i guess is what i'm trying to say if it, if making music yeah. and writing songs singing songs if that makes you happy do it always you know And the the only reason that I would say ever stop doing it is if you don't enjoy it anymore. But I think
4: very few people
3: that that really ever once learned to love to do it, you know, very few ever give it up because they don't like to do it anymore.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, Sammy, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Let's hope that. Something good comes out of this album because uh, the songs the songs are fantastic and uh, you know it's Sammy Walker. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe you anymore because you're you're a person to me that should have been more than. You are. <laughs>
3: well,
2: that might I sound I'm, bad, but I well, think you I know. know what I mean. I, I, I think, think it's,
3: uh, I, I think I'm just one of those anomalies that came along that, you know, that just 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 didn't um, didn't catch a lot of the right breaks at the right time. Maybe I don't that's, know. And, 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 it's and the it secret. Could, could be a, a lot of it is my own fault for not having enough ambition. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if I'd mm-hmm. been more ambitious and more drive and perhaps. I would have went uh, further, you know, commercially. But, but you know, I tell you, Artie, I'm I'm still grateful. I'm grateful for anything that happened to me because, like I had mentioned before, the only ambition I ever really had is to someday make a record for Folkways, and so I got to do a lot more than that. So I feel I feel lucky, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I didn't become famous, and I didn't make didn't make any money. But, um, you know, I have a few people that appreciate my music, and to me, I'm grateful for that.
2: me, it was such a pleasure talking to you again. And once again, I'm telling you, if you ever get up this way, you got you, you to the... You've gotta come. You've hey, got to let me know. You've got to come visit, really.
3: If, if, if I get to up to the Catskills any time in the... Near future, I'm definitely going to meet you in person, Artie, because okay. I think yeah, I, I,
2: I would absolutely love it. Yeah, uh, it would I I, be, I
3: know, I know, just from talking to you that you and I are kindred spirits. You know, I can pick yes, up on Yes, we you.
2: are. Yes, we and, are. And
3: and so, you know, just I'm glad I got to know you. Stay in stay in good health, Artie. You'll probably outlive I, me, but. I, I,
2: Oh, I I don't know about that. But in any event, Sammy, have a great day, and I'll I'll hopefully talk to you soon.
3: We'll we'll talk to you again. Keep my phone number handy. You know, anytime you want to call, give me a buzz.
2: I got it. Thank you, Sammy. Okay, Okay, we'll talk to
1: you soon. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Tell me who'll be left to cry as the funeral passes by. The Statue of Liberty, as she's crumbling. Will we make her die in bed and place a wreath upon her head and say it was bound to happen sooner or later? Well, the curtain's going down and the feel of an old ghost town will soon make the clock quit turning around. Well, the world ain't worth a dime. When the liberty bell has ceased its time, I think, then we'll know it's closing time. How can a bluebird sing in the middle of a spring with a broken heart of interfered direction? How can a dewdrop fall on a mountain once so tall that's been covered with a blanket of deception? Well, the curtain's going down, and the feel of an old ghost town will soon make the clock quit turning around. Well, the world ain't worth a dime when the Liberty Bell has ceased its chime. I think then we'll know it's closing time. In the middle of a dream, I heard the helpless children scream as they walked the plank of a disengaged tomorrow. graves are dug it's been swept beneath the rug but no more time will there be left to borrow well the curtain's going down and the feel of an old ghost town will soon make the clock quit turning around well the world ain't worth a dime when the liberty bell has ceased its time i think then we'll know it's closing time The testimonies are read and the last regards are said While victorious mosses are forming in the alley The master's with the king in the center of the ring While a bugle sounds the doomsday grand finale Well, the curtain's going down And the feel of an old ghost town was soon Quit turning around. Well, the world ain't worth a dime when the Liberty Bell has ceased its chime. I think then we'll know it's closing time.
0: As his friend Phil said, there but for fortune sammy walker and i certainly want to thank sammy for joining me today and i do apologize if you heard a buzz or a hum in the phone connection uh somehow uh, sammy had noted uh, <laughs> off interview that there was something going on with his telephone so uh, that's why you might have heard that buzz In any event, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening in. Look up Sammy Walker and check out his album. It's Ramsur Records. And the album, once again, is Brown-Eyed Georgia Darling. And hey, become uh, one of Sammy's Facebook friends. This is Artie Martello wishing you a terrific day. And don't forget to check out MostlyFolk.org. And I hope you can join me for the next episode of Mostly Folk.